Masters of None. Hey, it's Jay from the Masters of None podcast here to tell you that the Masters of None Season 1 digital box set and individual episodes will be on sale Monday, May 24th at musicalmousemat.com and 20% off the box set for the first two weeks featuring minus footage you can't get anywhere else like the horrific crayon show and the worst beer of all time video. Also in Season 1, the uh, forgettable episodes like Ranch Dressing, Sucks or Rules, Greatest Movie Character of All Time, and more and more and more. And remember, all purchases at musicalmousemat.com help keep Simply Syndicated up and running so you can keep hearing all your favorite shows. Should we just like, like, like set this rolling like uh-huh. you and me prepping for the show? <laughs> Gloria and Mia sneezing, <laughs> getting cups of tea. My nose has been infernally itchy today. Oh, no. I think, I'm sorry, I hope I haven't infected you. I don't want your diseases. You shouldn't have snuck me when I came in then, should you? <laughs> You pay this is how I like to greet you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, it makes me feel more like I'm kind of on, ready to go, and I've got the earphones on. Really? Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of... DJ Lind! <laughs> DJ Lind is in the house, ready to spin some tunes. <sighs> then today we have for you... I'd uh, quite like to be a DJ on Smooth FM. That's, you know, that guy who's got that voice. Oh, oh yeah, that'd be really nice because... Hello. <laughs> Not like that. I think there's like, yeah, on normal radio, people like Fern Cotton have to try really hard to sound interesting and interested Bright. all the time. I'm so chirpy. Wow. And did you see that on the telly? It wasn't even vaguely interesting. Oh, 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 but can I just interrupt? And on Smooth FM, you can just be all like, I really want a cup of tea now. Oh, this is... This is like expending maybe one calorie an hour speaking like this. Smooth FM. That sounds dirty. <laughs> you say everything and just torments me, <laughs> honestly. Smooth heaven. I can't uh, do. I can't do. You can't do anything voice. that's not vaguely comedic kind of seashore banter, can you? Essentially. Is this, <laughs> should I just get it all out of the way now? I wonder when we're actually going to start the show. Do you, would it be funny if I put this out like this without, you know, any <laughs> without, without filtering at all? No. As long as everyone's like, aware that you're reading your bits off the back of a Bridlington postcard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but if it was from a Bridlington postcard, it would have to be like, ee, oh, <laughs> I say. <laughs> yeah, it would. That's why it's good. Except instead of, this is a podcast. A podcast brought to you by... Who are we again? I'm Mia. I'm Gloria. Wow. You said that without any questioning emphasis. I'm kind of... <laughs> I, I, I want to say my name again, please. I'm, I'm not Mia in a sense that I don't know my name. I'm... I'm Mia. Full stop. <laughs> I'm Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> this is <laughs> Crimes Against Food. We're really sorry. Should we, really Should we start? Should we start properly? properly okay, start I, I may, I may cut out your sneezing at the beginning. Go on. There. Okay. Hello, and welcome to Crimes Against Food. I'm Gloria Lind, without a question mark at the end. I'm Mia Steele. This is real, really happening. Real Mm. life. Really happening right now. We're here, ready for you. And you know what? In celebration, I am going to take the headphones off, despite the fact that it makes me feel like I'm a DJ. I'm taking them off. Go crazy. I'm taking them off right now. Are you ready? Oh, gosh. Have I just... (laughs) 
Oh dear, I apologise. It's already descended into smut and we're already one minute in. She is wearing more than the earmuffs. <laughs> yes, just like to clarify. Dear God, okay. Yeah. Oh no, now Hello. she's cold. Yeah. yeah. Now, now I'm back in, I'm back in the room. We, we, we first of all, we need to apologise for our absence, don't we? We've yeah. been away for a long, long time and I know you've been missing us. Well, it's been, you know, the summer holidays. It's been the summer holidays. And We've now been it's playing. autumn and we're back. I know. Suddenly, I have to say, in my line of work, mm-hmm. um, if you if you don't go to Edinburgh, because I work in the theatre, if you if you don't go to Edinburgh Festival, which is, you know, where everyone goes and has a big time, yeah, you, August is a weird month. It feels a bit like around Christmas time, if you don't, if you're not in pantomime. Yeah. I mean, not for general people, no, just for theatre people. For most people, August is just a lovely month with sunshine and, you know, summery food to be eaten. But for you, Gloria, I'm sure it feels exactly like Christmas. Because <laughs> no, one's, no one's around, the phone's not ringing, yeah, you no. know, it's kind of, it's all prep. And then suddenly September hits and it's like you've just hit kind of super acceleration speed and everything's happening all everything's again. happening shows are opening left right and center you know it's it's all it's all going on and so of course we leave it until this time to record because why would we do it and we had time to spill yeah and why, why would we do that why Never. would we do that so um for this for our for our welcome back show we've put in a, uh, a lot of research and uh, and uh, we've mostly just just done comedy voices whilst warming up for this. <laughs> Hello, roll up, roll up, we're back. And <laughs> I don't know what that was, but anyway, you'd be pleased to hear that we actually have done some kind of warm up for this. We did, we did, we did. We, did. Um, we are going to. The title of the show is "Great Expectations," mm. and what it is is about experiences of food crime, where you have very high expectation of the food. You're really looking forward to it. Yeah. Something leads you to believe, and we might dissect what those indications are, those false indications which lead us to believe that our culinary or gastronomic experience is going to be a good one. Yeah. And then with the first bite, the first look, the first smell, it all comes crashing down. Bit of a downer, this one, isn't it? It is a bit of a downer. I'm mm. feeling, I mean, God, I say this every time, but it's because every time I start across a table from you, Gloria, I just feel a bit more depressed with life. <laughs> Maybe it's your, it's your, you're just so optimistic, aren't you? God, Truly. What a life affirming person you are. <laughs> I know, and I'm sorry, and for this episode, I'm not even, we're not even going to have the section where we recommend, like, how it should be because no. honestly I think it should be pretty evident from the description how things should be. Yeah. You know, and and yet we people Although just... I this strays into kind of descriptive territory. So maybe in for me I, I fall prey to the whole when things are called slow roasted. Oh so do me We're a favor. Kicking off the slow yeah. roasted. Uh, do me a favour, don't call it slow roasted or sun dried. Let's just call them tomatoes. <laughs> and I won't expect some kind of Mediterranean experience in my mouth. And you won't have yet another disgruntled customer expecting more than you provide for your two pound nineteen a sandwich. It's a different. It's a difficulty between the sign and the signified there, really, isn't it? Because mm. you know the sign says slow roasted, and yeah. signified is Mediterranean evening. Yeah, sat by the 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 sea, perhaps oh. um, you know the sun beating down on you, a glass of wine beside you, warm skinned children laughing in the surf. 
piglet on a spit turning slowly before your feet made only for you <laughs> i really like the sound of this <laughs> this is a great holiday awesome oh, a butler a small yeah. villa villa opening out babbling incoherently as the waiter brings you yet another ouzo or glass of wine beaut what a beaut and it's 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 amazing how uh, yeah. how how evocative that small world slow roasted mm. small world small word yeah Oh, absolutely. And uh, that happens a lot of the time, especially when ingredients lists p- portray something to be really excellent and you get it and it's just really drab. What are the buzzwords? You've got slow roasted. Mm. Organic does tend to up it. Organic does. It absolutely does. It makes things are, are, gonna, are, are not going to taste, but they're going to taste with pop and zing. And also all the in, in the British um, supermarkets have own ranges yeah. that they produce and they all have um, a kind of, you know, uh, a quality range. Yeah, they do. Which will be finest. Yeah, the choice. Finest choice. Um, oh, what's the other uh, one? There are a few, but they're all essentially in the whole like pattern line taste, of Taste kind the of, difference. Yeah. Taste the difference. It's like furniture sellers. Best quality, madam. You know, step this way. Absolute best quality. And, and you should see that for as it is because these are supermarkets. They're, yeah. they're meant to just farm this stuff out. Why they don't don't try and push your your exclusive range on me? That's going to taste marginally different. Yeah, this is an exclusive range bought by millions of millions of people in yeah. these millions and millions of distribution outlets across the country. Mm-hmm. But you know, somehow it it has that that strange, powerful signifier of 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 slow roasted. Yeah. These taste the difference, and already and I'm feeling like home. I'm I'm living the aspirational dream. Absolutely. Marks and Spencer's just has an entire brand of it. Um, if you're unfamiliar with the brand of Marks and Spencer's National British Institution, um, it's a, a. Do you know? Should we take time to explain Marks and Spencer? I mean, briefly. How do we, how do we explain it? An Irish actress did a voiceover for for an ad campaign, which which basically made her sound like this, <laughs> and everything was just dripping with butterscotch sauce, and everything was sexy. <laughs> And everything was just Marks and Spencers. And it was wonderful, but they've actually replaced... I mean, I used to buy into that. All those little pictures of chocolate puds being dug into. It was so sexual. And like, you know, chocolate spilling out everywhere. It was like, you you could hear the surf. Yeah, but now they've (laughs) replaced it with something a little lower rent, I think. Is it something like, treat yourself or go, ah, go on, you will, you will, you will. Or something. Just because. Just because. Yeah. Just because. And it sounds really smug, doesn't it? It's Just not like because. saying, do, do you know what? They're opting out. They, let's run about this. Because what they're doing is instead of saying, we're so good, buy us because we're this good. They're saying, buy us because we have a reputation for being good. Just well, because it's Marks and Spencer's. Just because. Or do you not think, though, it sounds a little bit like something a harassed woman yeah. or mother would say to a very irritating child? Like, why can't I have another biscuit? Just because. Yeah. Which I always think... <laughs> I think that's a bit of On a really personal note, and I hope, obviously, why would you ever hear this? But the actress who's replaced her in the ad campaigns is is quite, is quite I think, intentionally mumsy looking. Yeah, she's she's not Dervla. No, what's her name? She's not Derva Cohen, who's quite kind of you know ethereal, fey, Gaelic, pretty, yeah. whatever. Yeah, big and, um, eyed. With a voice. With a voice to die for. (laughs) (laughs) But this woman's very much kind of persuading you. Oh, go on. Just because. Just have a bit. It reminds me a little of there was a a long time ago, there was this really ridiculous, I don't know why it used to stick in my head so much, but you know when there's an ad campaign out there that sticks in your head? Yeah. 
And for some reason, it was this it was an ad for car insurance and it used to crack me up every time and I don't think intentionally so. It was because there was one point, there's this woman on it who used to go, when do I have time to shop for car insurance? And she just sounded like she was a woman at the end of her tether and like she was about to break and start beating people around. I have around. five children, two jobs and my husband's constant demands for sex. <laughs> when do I have time to shop for car insurance? <laughs> and I thought, wow, this, this, they obviously tapped into this key yeah. market here. People who can em- emphasise I'm busy stepping down hard on my dictatorship. Yeah, Leave me to it. <laughs> anyway, to return to the point. Yeah. Marks and Spencer. There's there's this whole. I mean, this is a bit of an advertising like kind of what we're doing here because mm. there's so much that's vile and wrong with what they do to food. There's one out at the moment which ties in with this, which is um, a Jamie Oliver thing, Sainsbury's, and 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 the tagline is, "Don't just eat food, taste it." <laughs> well, you know what? Thanks, thanks for that. I'll remember to <laughs> suck in the air through my nose when I want to breathe <laughs> next time. Uh, oh God, but taste I, it. Do, do you know what it is? We're saying nothing, but we're going to say it with vigour and you're going to buy it, you <laughs> feckless idiots. Thanks so it's much. True. It's true. Oh. Isn't it disturbing? Yeah, Isn't it, it is. disturbing it's they do that? Disturbing. But so, so, oh, what else do you have in, in Marks? Marks and Spencers don't need to have a taste difference range because all they have to say is Marks and Spencers. Yeah. And already the signified to you is... Word is better than everybody else. Decadent, yeah. you know... I am I am still to this day slightly amazed that there are old women who do their entire shop. Their entire shop. At Marks and Spencer's. Marks and Spencer's, an apple is 40p and will come in a little, they they shrink wrap everything. Yeah, they Everything do. is like in three layers of packaging. You know, you know how in the market you can buy about a kilo of grapes for a pound? And then in Morrison's, a pound would get you about a quarter of that in Marks and Spencer's for £1.50 you can buy eight seedless grapes in a tiny <laughs> tiny bag in a tiny bag and and you think you're getting a bargain because you can get that as part of your meal deal and it costs you £18 for that and a sandwich and a bottle of water yeah for those of you quickly doing the mental arithmetic in your head to kind of convert that pound <laughs> to your to your own currency let's just say that it's bloody expensive yes for, yeah. for what for the kind of grape sugar you get in there it's extortionate oh my but um, but yeah, I do like to see the old ladies because I think, well, you know, fair enough. You, you, it takes you about eight hundred calories to get through a week, so of course you can afford to buy them here. <laughs> They're not eating a lot. Yeah, you have a scone a day. <laughs> you may as well buy them at M and S. Really, go on, taste it. I have to say that my great expectations thing with Marks and Spencers, and I think this might be slightly. I don't know. Does it put me in the realm of kind of a slight eating disorder? Is that I, I live? I work quite near uh, a Marks and Spencers. Every so often, I think, you know what? Sod it. Yeah. I'll go in and I'll have <gasps> something yes. for lunch from Marks it's and like Spencers. It's a treat, What's the expectation? Yeah. And I tell you, the food crime that my expectation is thwarted every time is every time I walk in there and I look at everything on the shelf and I think, what if I buy it and it's really bad? Yeah. I won't be able to bear it because it'll be £2.45. <laughs> Bought a sandwich that is just ham and mustard and I'll be annoyed. I know. And I can never take the personal yeah. risk. I, I play conservative. I pay I think, too close to it. You know, I, I think I think this like kind of taps in a lot to the whole pre-packaged sandwich industry because... Which we have touched yeah, upon in the earlier lose show. B- because food loses in, in, in that environment. Nothing nothing lives well. No, nothing is good. Nothing tastes good in that kind of horrible plastic kind of, you know, refrigerated shelf. Got to last all day and still look perky at 5pm. But um, but then if, if you get hot meals, eh? 
and you're able to microwave it, it's all right. But everything that is refrigerated within an inch of its death obviously suffers. And and that's just the truth. If 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 you spend seven pounds on a nice salad and a little bit of dessert, your salad, your fish won't taste like fish, and your avocado will just be cold mush in your mouth. And, and your despite all plan, your yeah. expectations, it, it it would go. You've just reminded me something we should come back to later in the show, which is uh, another another great expectation and then deep disappointment. Or in fact, should I just hit it now? Do it. I was I was going to I was going to I was going to go for for another sandwich related anecdote, but I'm going to tap on this one right (laughs) now. And it and actually this is a this is a crime of, well, possibly nature, possibly food storage. Oh, really? And, and uh, you know, it was the word avocado that made me think of it, Mia. Because avocados are some of my most favourite things to eat, but I don't quite often buy them because it, where, where we live, because it's fucking cold, they're imported and, yeah. um, uh, and, and Nothing expensive. Nothing survives that, really. Yeah, yeah. You, you're lucky if, if, you, if you get something that's been imported and doesn't taste like washing liquid, I think. Yeah, and, and too often... I've had, have you ever had this experience where you open up an avocado and you've been, okay, so first of all, you can never get hold of an avocado that's actually ripe. So you have to buy an avocado that's rock hard <laughs> and you wait for three or four days yeah. to you open have to it. gently palpate it every oh. single day like some unspoken promise between you and it at some point it shall part its fleshy layers and you shall have its middle but i shall it's oh yes i shall it's awful it's like arranging you know a marriage or something yeah and then so there's this there's there's this contract between you and the avocado yeah it goes on and then what happens it thwarts you at the last point yeah you cut it open and it's all brown and monkey yeah what is this? What is this brown and manky thwarting, breaking of our contract, breaking of our avocado oh God, contract? It God finally it. unfroze and rotted within about 30, 34 seconds. <laughs> you had half a minute in which to harvest the loveliness and then it was gone. <laughs> it was so bad. But nobody ever had it where it's kind of, it's not even you just cut open to it and the edges of it go brown, but it's actually just gone. And it's, it goes that's, a bit funny. It's not an insult. It is an insult to the eye and the mouth. Awful. It, it really is. And that is such a great expectation. But that's and then one of those things, again, bad. that suffers because it's imported. It's and like, I remember hating tomatoes as a child. Hated them. Absolutely hated them. Until I went to Greece and had a beef tomato with a salad. And I was like, what is this? What is a strange fleshy vegetable <laughs> or fruit or whatever on my lovely salad plate? And it was delicious because it tasted of tomatoes and not of nothing. Like also, so much of our supermarket produce does. Oh yeah, no, it's the greenhouse tomatoes. They're yeah. truly, truly horrible. Same goes for for oranges. Yeah. I remember once this when I was when I was growing up, a friend of mine and I we were, we all used to go down to the shops for lunch, and um, I just remember and she seeing her, she was just kind of in tears and kind of slightly incoherent and holding this <laughs> orange in her hand. In, th- in case you were wondering, <laughs> we don't have much going on in our lives. <laughs> It's basically meal times, <laughs> and everything else is just a waste. <laughs> meal time, a yawning, amazing. yawning chasm that I we know. must fill with thinking about the next meal. It's <laughs> true though; so it really was. Yeah, go on. And <laughs> so she was just she had this. She's at the shops, and you know you've got about one pound fifty to spend on your lunch. Yeah, and she's just like got this orange in her hand, like a Shakespearean character with a skull. And I was Why? like, and I was like, Charlotte, what? what's the matter and she said i bought this orange for 50p and it's horrible 
Oh God! And you know what? That kind of thing goes unmentioned so often. I know. I People think we should take time stuff. to recognize. You should actually complain about every single thing <laughs> that is crap. Because maybe they'd stop charging fifty pence. Maybe they'd learn not to not to sell them if they're going to be rubbish. Or maybe it did just then cost fifty pence. Would, it was from it was from a small greengrocer. You know, yeah. maybe the, the rotation of stock, whatever. But you know, perhaps we should take a moment to recognize all those food disappointment <laughs> moments where you've cut into an avocado, yeah. you've cut into an orange, and it's always those little escapade fruits that are having their little covered covered going on, and yeah. and you don't know what's happening underneath their skins. No. No, no, you can prod it, you can poke it, you can smell it until you cut open the bloody thing and then it gets <laughs> in your face. You're not going to eat totally me. it. That is it. <laughs> I mean, sometimes <laughs> with a melon, you think, I'm, I'm golden. This this is going to be great. This is hollow. It. I've tapped it. Yeah. I've tapped it. It's hollow. And it's, it's good. already becoming some kind of melon liqueur. <laughs> and, and, and like the, hor- the horrible melon gases hit you as soon as you chop in, you think, well, well, thanks world. Thank you for this. My bitter disappointment. That's all I'm eating tonight. Oh, that's it. I hate also, that. when you've you've built a dish, you've built a dish around around, around this thing. particular yeah. like, you know, melon. <laughs> what I'd really like. I think I'm gonna start with like some melon palm ham. It's a bit retro, but you know, it's a nice little dish. Yeah. Well then, that'll be the palm ham then. Just have the fucking palm of ham then. Just help me slap some cold meats, people. Fingers first. Just go, yeah, go right yeah. in. Go, go. Yeah, could have had some palm of ham and some uh, avocado, but that was shit too. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I really like? I like the kind of the way this is very, it's very kind of linked into our personal disappointments, especially when it comes to entertaining. <laughs> because when, when you have, I'm an awful. Pressure's on. I'm an awful Pressure's one for, on, for kind of saying triumphantly a week before, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this, this and this, and it's going to be fabulous. And I'm, I'm, I, I sometimes choose things. Well, no, most times choose things because they sound good without knowing if they're going to taste good. <laughs> a recipe can completely like, you know, suck me in just by being, if, if it's got the word honey or pear or ginger in it, I, I, mm. my, I'm immediately kind of interested and provoked and I, I want it, you know. And so I say it with kind of lingering enjoyment on emails and invitations. And then when it comes to it, I just, you know, the shame of her of having to dish up some kind of disappointed <laughs> mystery thing that you just slide in front of with, with, with barely any aplomb and just say, there you go. That's your, you know, honey yeah. mascarpone and pistachio mess yeah. I made you. I knocked that sick looking thing up together myself. <laughs> actually that is another that's another section of and i'm i'm not sure if we've already covered it in in previous episodes which is the the menu expectation yeah. the the food description that the, the when it says it's you know it's a similar thing with slow roasted you know it's slow roasted it's a confit it's a it, uh, it, it's confit. Oh. Oh. best thing is trying to explain con- confit to people it's a confit of duck it's confit you know it's confit of pork confit and they're like what's pork confit and they're like well basically you cook it for a really long time <laughs> and then you shred it and cover it with fat <laughs> it's really good <laughs> Like pork riette. Yeah. I really like pork riette. Oh, God, you know, yeah. and and um, but actually, that's a food which would suffer from the opposite of of great expectations. Because if you said to someone, "Would you like some pork riette?" What is it? Well, it's like some really fatty joint of yeah. pork, and you cook it up, cook, shred it really slowly, and then put it all together and um, spread it on toast. And they'll be going, mm, really? "It's Thanks. amazing." I think I might pass. It's amazing. It's amazing, but it's not oversold, is it? It's just, it's just good. Yeah. But then I think you know, if places were honest and said. Look, we cook, we cook everything in fat here. 
your chips are going to taste fantastic your eggs are going to be great you will never be thin if you eat here <laughs> but but that's fine you know life is for living I, i'd be all right with it just be who you are don't pretend to be something you're not when people say you know things like a jus yeah a jus 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 needs to be outraged I, I, i've never been privy to a foam because let's face it i've never been <gasps> oh, able to afford afford gosh foams. no that foams are cropping up all over the They're place all over the they, oh but, yeah. i know i know we, we, we're yet to we, we haven't we haven't marcia who appeared yes. on a um a show of ours about um cooks and chefs yes. and uh kind of women she keeps waving this invitation oh around. yeah she waved it you see shortly after we did we did the show with her she got a job at um harvey nichols in leeds it's quite an upmarket uh restaurant really? and since then she's basically had no life because she's been cooking the, on the very long hours but she promised us foam yeah and, she did. and we won we're not even if we it, have to we? go in there and sit like two vagrants <laughs> at the counter and we want to see marcia because we want some foam just give us <laughs> foam and then when it comes we'll be really disappointed <laughs> we had great expectations of this <laughs> foam and frankly it's no good <laughs> well we've done what we came for let's go Mia yeah. shall we it's Sandra I feel like like we could afford anything uh. other than like the kind of the scraps from Marcia's table uh. brilliant <laughs> oh. sorry I've just, I've just had an I, I once fell that. for the um the oatmeal like scone or wholemeal scone or something some somebody had advertised i was like oh that looks that sounds a bit like great actually that sounds a bit like it might be better than a regular white flour scone oh you see i'm raising my eyebrows at you because yeah. if you say wholemeal wholemeal and 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 uh, do you, do you uh, say scone or scone because i, I sent her about to come to a, a loggerhead here oh do you know i actually say scone despite my southernness i say scone that's so weird isn't it I know because in my see for me it's just for like stone it's like the word stone so yeah logically scone. logically it should be scone shouldn't it I don't know yeah but then you don't get to make that joke do you scone what's the fastest cake in the north scone <gasps> ah that is brilliant that was brilliant oh god you can have that one on me and <laughs> all of all of you just wondering what the hell that was on all about you really don't need to know no you don't need to anyway so ideally a scone or scone should be served with some kind of i mean there's the two camps jam first or butter first or clotted cream first you know whichever mm. but I, f I fell for this kind of this slightly hippie-ish scone and scone and it wasn't wasn't good no. in fact i was disappointed because i was in a tea shop at the time and i paid about four pounds for it so i felt i was hugely disappointed i was very let down because i thought you should have told me waitress yeah you should have said actually you know what the white one is best don't go for the brown looking one. That's a bit of a sad attempt. Yeah. You see, because I learned that. I learned that the hard way. Whole wheat flour just doesn't raise as well. It has less no. glutens in it. So it just doesn't, and just doesn't raise as well. Than, and it feels, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd gone in and let's face it, you don't often eat things like this. It's not an everyday occurrence that you sit down and treat yourself to a tea like that. And imagine having all the calories of that kind of event and, on, and, and without that peak of lovely enjoyment and knowing that all the fat and butter is doing its work. Yeah. I know. Oh, I was really was, pissed off. That was, yeah, see, the thing is, it's when you combine, it's like the, the, the perfect storm of nominally some kind of high cachet of, of, of experience. Yes. So, you know, you, you, some reputation, some privilege some frivolity high expectation there paying 
a certain price. Yeah, you do, of course. A certain price. And perhaps with a menu indicating a certain promise. All of these things promising you a great experience. And then when you don't get it, it's so shit. It's just so shit. I mean, I actually, it actually makes me, there's been occasions where I felt a little bit like really cross. And particularly actually with cake. I mean, we're returning, we're returning to to a a path long tried by us. But, you know, I'm quite, quite passionate about cake, particularly, but I would really like to have an afternoon tea, a good place to have afternoon tea in Leeds. It's very difficult to find a place to have afternoon tea. Well, I think I might have a suggestion. I've got a suggestion now as well. Let me hear Finally. yours first. Go on, really, you go first. Okay, uh, this is actually, actually here we are on, an, on, a, on a reversal of the great expectations. I went in somewhere with no expectations whatsoever and had a fantastic afternoon tea, which was, which was a chain, which was Browns in Leeds. Does really? The most fantastic afternoon tea. Oh my gosh. I know. It, well, that's really seriously good because extraordinarily good. Browns is, is is one of my biggest like food criminals when it comes to kind of hyperbole and things. I know, and 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 I just think, well, I'm I'm really shocked by that. I know, so would I. But then it was, maybe it's because it, you know they're maybe they're buying like artisanal cakes and things in and 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 it's there's i don't know there were three cakes a fruit cake a sponge cake and a chocolate cake they were good yeah really good a really light fluffy did you scone. have all three i i, I persevered uh, uh, i was quite hungry <laughs> and it was it was like seven pounds three cakes a scone <gasps> clotted cream and a big pot of tea per person yeah that's amazing i know that is so good you you people who are not in leeds and have no access to this and don't know what the hell i'm talking about i do apologize yeah, you must sorry be thinking that. well i was gonna say that the art gallery in leeds had i haven't had any of their cakes because i've been uh, i've been at the purge stage where i've been denying myself <laughs> things I, I i make myself walk past cabinets with like slightly frosted edges looking at cakes and things and there's a purge stage. i suppose i do that at marks and spencers and yeah look at things and and, and I, I just look at things and kind of think oh that looks delicious and i, I sort of enjoy it mentally without buying it but i think one day i'm gonna just completely fall down because last week there was something in that it had like almost whole walnuts just peeking out from a chocolate kind of frosting i nearly died it was like a brownie cake. at it i just wanted it and, um, and and the carrot cake looked good and as somebody like yourself who makes good carrot cake and which i know you do exceptional um thank you i thought you might appreciate it oh well see yeah, that'd be good to yeah. know good to know yeah, but, but it'd, be, it'd be a nice fatty christmas experiment for us to take part oh, in, yes. wouldn't it? oh yes oh <laughs> yes all in the names of research out, if i can figure out a way to do mobile recording that'd be great we could just go around leeds eating cake you, you'll get a reputation as that crazy one <laughs> <laughs> even better even better if we just you know took some really yeah. ostentatious recording equipment you know like the two mics the mic stand you know uh. the mixing desk <laughs> This is our recording setup at the minute. Well, in my head, I was thinking more kind of, you know, 80s arrogance, kind of slightly unwieldy tape recorder, just (laughs) moving it away from your face and like chewing noisily and going, yeah, so this is fairly light and fluffy, uh, good frosting. Oh my gosh, how funny would that be? Oh my gosh, yeah, recording it 80s style with like a boombox over our shoulders. Yeah, That would be amazing. God, we could totally do that. Well, check out, you know, coming soon, coming soon to uh, Crimes Against Food Near You is uh, us with our our boomboxes over us taking out on a road show across Leeds. Oh, gosh. Probably not going to happen. No. Probably not. You know, 
if we're, I'm hoping we wouldn't be disappointed anyway because I want the next show to be positive. Yes. Yeah. Especially I mean, if we're well, mentioning cakes, when it's like, wow, I had a really good cake the other day. Yeah, you need you need a counter. I mean, I know we're yeah. called Crimes Against Food, and we've got to have the we've got to have the the name and shame. But then yeah. you need a. But this is how it should be done, so we can have something to aspire to. And it's out there, isn't it? Yeah, it's it out is out there. It. it is out there because actually, I have to say that the other thing about great expectations, which we have touched on in other shows, is you have great expectations, and then you and, and the establishment is right, the food is good, and then you just have such crap service that you just think, ugh. But that's yeah, it doesn't do matter the what the food is like, then, does it really? Because it's just taken the edge of niceness off it, the brilliance. Yeah. Yeah, you just think that was just rubbish. Really disappointing. What was that about? And I if you're could do like me, than that. you think all of that and never say a word. Just <laughs> just steam inwardly. Yeah, no, I'm the person who does put I kind well, of say you. No, yeah. I need to I need to reform I absolutely do because it doesn't get you anywhere, does it? Not saying no. it. No, I think, you know, it gets no one anywhere. It's, it just you gets know, me kind of ever closer to a bloody ulcer <laughs> because I'm suppressing everything <laughs> and then like biting down on all this rage. <laughs> Until in the end, I'm just like foaming at the mouth on public transport. <laughs> Which is <laughs> scary. <laughs> yeah. Scary prospect, you know, and frankly it doesn't help anyone. I mean, no. uh, with Mia foaming at the mouth going, there's traffic and bad service and rage. Terrifying. I've, I've witnessed it myself. It's uh, it's terrifying. Now I should I should I think this now would be a good moment to raise the inspiration for this show, perhaps, which is um, my aunt uh, Sarah kind of just texted me and said, "You want food crime? I'll give you food crime," <laughs> which was okay. A delicatessen. Uh-huh. Delicatessen. It's Beautiful. kind of you know there's things artfully displayed in the window, oh, suggesting ooh. to you a kind of they're evoking things in your mind like slow roasted and you're thinking ah look at this aspirational lifestyle i could have this life where i could go into this delicatessen every day and buy a sandwich from there yeah and they describe things as being herbed herbed or or delicate delicate or herbed or marinated fresh or all all of those and and they sell other they sell other products in in a in a tin on the shelves opposite the counter but really what you're after is a sandwich. So you approach the counter and you yeah. survey the fridge, which has many beautiful things laid out in front of you. Yeah. You look at the sliced meat, you look at the cheese, you look at the menu above the, above, the, above the counter and you think, which of these possibilities am I going to have? It all looks so nice. Yeah. I have trust in this establishment because they have laid it all out so nicely for me. And, and, you, and you choose a sandwich and you watch it being sliced in front of you and prepared in front of you, fresh. It hasn't suffered the, 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 the vacuum-packed yeah. arena. And then you bite in, you take it away from the shop and you go, perhaps, on your busy day. You take it to go and sit on a bench yeah. and eat your sandwich. And then you bite into it and you realise it tastes of, of bleach. Because they have cleaned the fridge and whatever they have cleaned the fridge with has seeped into the ingredients of the sandwich. Oh, that's so disappointing, especially because a deli sandwich, it's not like a kind of £1.50 thing you can throw away with a c'est la vie and, you know, I should have known better. That's really severe. No, it was like, that's that's like crushing disappointment. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It's only like, though, when... um, you make yourself a cup of tea or somebody makes you one in their house and they're not they're not the people who rinse cups and crockery. Oh yes, this is a and, this and, is a this is yeah. a bugbear of yours, this, isn't it? I really despise it. It's when I see people putting soapy things to drain, it's like, What are you doing? <laughs> 
it's going to taste like shit tomorrow. <laughs> Which is a bit, you know, full on to be screaming at them when they're just a new acquaintance. But still, <laughs> still, you know, it, it brings a interest, an interest to the show. And, 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 and But it's so disappointing because then what if you've taken time to prepare something and it's ruined? Do you know, I once did that at my mother's house and I'd made scrambled eggs. Yeah. And now you can imagine the way that like sc- uh, moist scrambled eggs would awaken the chemicals <laughs> on a plate. It was foul. And and the worst thing was I had a hangover. I had a raging hangover and I kind of taught myself into the whole place of oh, oh you know it's okay yeah. Scrambled eggs, eggs. It's yeah. all going to be better. This all going to be fine because I'm going to have a nap mm. after I've had my eggs and after that I'm going to be absolutely okay. And it wasn't. I ate about a third and I was nearly crying. I mean, oh I was already at a low ebb to be nearly in tears is bad isn't it? Brought low by eggs. But um <laughs> <laughs> people have been bought below by yeah. an orange, you know. Well, <laughs> Brilliant. But yeah, it was. I, I, I was at a weak point to suffer that kind of disappointment. I had nothing to bounce back with. I had no desire to go and like substitute it because I knew that everything would be tainted. Mm. And I think my mother's so used to it now. She just happily like, just you know, <laughs> everything tastes vaguely washed up liquid. <laughs> well, so, yeah, yeah, this is great. Mm, lovely steak. Yeah, well, Central Europeans kind of think it's very odd that um, British sinks only have one sink, one basin. In 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 Italy, you have two basins. You have one basin for washing with soap, and then you have a separate basin for rinsing. Yes, you know I'm pretty sure they have that in other countries as well. And when all the yeah. Italians came, when I used to, I used to work in a restaurant with a lot of Italians, and um, when they they used to kind of you know be in the house, be in their flats, or whatever, they'd be like, "Where is the other sink? What? Why? Why do you only have one basin? Everything is <laughs> going to taste like soap." And I thought, "Ah, oh, don't worry about it. It's not going to taste like soap." But clearly. Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes man. it does. It depends how I mean, you know, if 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 you're kind of Yorkshireman and a bit handy with the old soap dispenser and ferocious against things like germs, which my mother is, um, <laughs> you know, she, she she puts a lot in there and then it's a good good dun Duncan scrub and it's just like drying like poison. Anyway. <laughs> my granddad's a brilliant one. He he likes things to be really clean and so occasionally he likes to bleach the cups. That oh makes for gosh, a special five yes. days. <laughs> you're like, your gums are actually shrinking back off your teeth because he's made you a cup of tea. But it annoys him when he sees tea stains in a cup. Top so tip, top tip for those age. of you who yeah. share uh, Mia's granddad's point of view: mm. uh, you can use bicarbonate of soda. Really? Yeah, does uh, the same thing without the gum shrinking. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Although that those things technically fall outside of great expectations because you had no expectations, yeah, but you, <laughs> you, yeah, you were just given horror instead. <laughs> oh, your expectation was, and the expectation was fulfilled. I suppose. Did yeah, I ever tell no... you? I've got a tea story. This is a bit. I feel a bit sick even telling it, but I'll just tell you it quickly. I went to see um, my grandma in Jersey before she passed away, and this is a couple of years ago. And um, I think either she or my father who lives in Jersey had made me this cup of tea and it got like um, a metallic tea skin on it. <laughs> Not me, somebody who's ever, I've never known people to be able to make tea with skin on it. I don't understand why it happens. It's, um, I, when I, what when I it? used to live in the south of, um, south of England, really, it's got really, uh, it's got lime, limestone water base and it's and it gives an awful scale you get to get oh. lime scale you just get it everywhere and it just goes on your kettle and what have you and so if you don't filter the water it gets, you, get you just get this you tea. literally get this film on your well, tea it's disgusting I, I had no experience of it so I, so I thought 
this is, this is new. So Gloria, I can't. I feel I could vom right now. Um, I waggled my finger to break the, this this skin covering. Oh. <laughs> 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 in mind, I'm having a cup of tea with a grandma. I barely know. Have to make a good impression. Don't want to terrify an old lady by like retching on her carpet. <laughs> so uh, by then, I withdrew my finger, now coated with this <gasps> awful, <laughs> awful brown scum. <laughs> I had nowhere to put it and thought, you know what? It's just going to taste like tea. And I've eaten bogeys before, so this has to be fine. Ate it. It was an almost instant sick reaction. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, it's literally taking everything you've got, not to just Ralph everywhere. I had water in my cheeks. It was so utterly vile. (laughs) There were a couple of minutes when they were trying to talk to me and I could feel my cheeks quivering under the onslaught of this. And I was like... I'm, I'm fine I'm fine stop just staring at them answer them what are they saying what are they talking about all, all I could think was tea scum tea scum you ate the tea scum and it was it has the power to move me literally almost now it makes me cringe just thinking about it oh gosh that yeah, is, no, that's awful I can, I can feel I can feel the skin on the I back didn't know of my any better. I didn't know any better oh, I yeah. thought it would be alright no and then you see but there, that's another kind of expectation <laughs> that was the expectation of social politeness just yeah. kind of going down and you were you you were you were holding yourself to that expectation. I was. Man. I was when I should have just. I don't know what you were supposed to, the to do. The kitchen and rinsed off my scummy finger and then had <laughs> like an in-depth chat about why there was scum on my tea. But you know we were having a nice yeah, exactly. conversation you, and I, I didn't want to like you know blow it out of the water by being all like oh what's this uh, I've just ate something rotten excuse me I need some sick. So I mean, how do you bring it up? Yeah. So used to live scale on the top of your teeth. I'm not. Can we? Uh, <laughs> Can we sort might this have out? just I just uh, <laughs> what? Um, this water filters. Water filters are good. Oh, I like gosh. them. Anyway, sorry. Complete digression. I mean, this might be one of our most beautifully tangential, tangential <laughs> episodes. But you know, we thought we'd just we'd just bring you back in with a yeah. with a light because we thought you know our past couple of episodes that we've had have been. They've been, you know, we've had such great guests and they've been very informative. We thought, you know, you have what you haven't had enough of in your lives is our inane drivel. Yeah. Um, so we thought we'd bring it back. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> we thought we'd bring it back with that because we're fucking brilliant. Um, I think would there now be a good time to talk about our future plans? Yes. yes. We have... Can, after some consideration, we have thought that uh, it would be a really good idea to start doing our show in seasons, which means that we set out a kind of 12 episodes kind of, you know, in the autumn and then we yeah. take a break over Christmas and then we start up again in spring for our for our next season. Because mm-hmm. um, we thought that would it would give us a, a good a good chance to plan ahead to get some because, you know, Contrary to the rest of Simply Syndicated, uh, me and I, Mia and I, actually like to do some research, not evidenced by this episode at all. Obviously not, no, no, no. no. But normally we do. So what we thought we'd do is we would ask you, um, the people who have downloaded this and are listening to it, tell us what you want to hear. Yeah, tell us what you want to hear because one of the most tricky things for us is actually to pick. A subject, because obviously, like anything else, it's just like a conversation. Once you start, you yeah. can, you know. I mean, we can. It's it's quite it's quite easy for both of us to research things, but yeah. actually, settling on a subject can sometimes, you know, 
be quite tricky. So what we thought we'd do is we'd kind of invite, if anyone has um, uh, something that they'd really like to hear us talk about, a, a burning food crime which they would like to bring to the attention yeah. of the world, we'd be really, we'd be, we'd love to kind of um, take that on and, uh, and, and set our tangential minds to it. You can... Um, you know, comment on the show. If you go to www.simplysyndicated.com, you wonder if these days I'm going to say it right, www.simplysyndicated.com. Excellent. And if you click on forums, we've got our own little section of the forum. You can um, you can comment on, our, on, the, yeah. on the show feed. Only on nice stuff though, because... Um, because otherwise you might cry. We just don't like any bad stuff. Yeah. yeah, no, we just cry and like, you know... What have you? No, seriously. If you actually, if you've got a, a comment to say, please stop doing less. <laughs> <Just, laughs> yeah. Please do less of this. We'll go. Okay, fine, and then completely yeah, stop blowing your nose into the microphone. Yeah, 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 Mia. Yeah, Mia. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You will. You're allowed. Um, yeah, we'd really like to hear from you. Just to give you an idea, there's a couple of ones that we we've kind of thought we might quite like to do although we're kind of called crimes against food. Um, we're considering doing ones about coffee. Um, about cocktails and there's a guest I'd really like to get on that I think who would be great um, <laughs> criminal food adjectives which is um, food writing yeah uh, and I, I think that one we need to throw open because we want examples yeah because yeah, definitely. I, I think that one is going to be like largely just examples yeah, of hilarious of food hyperbole yeah. of, of food writing Nonsense. would be brilliant um, but you know we, we would be interested in more as well I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm thinking there may need to be a, a pastry a second secondary pastry escapade oh wow yeah you know looking at I don't know other manifestations of pastry <laughs> seeing as pies was such a delightful episode <laughs> don't know if i ever want to experience that <laughs> no. again and if you what? have if you haven't listened to that episode do go through our back catalogue and find it because basically you get to hear the pain oh, of us experiencing a goblin disgusting. pie it's disgusting it was almost he's gone bad oh oh oh, oh could you imagine two in one oh. meal actual <laughs> <laughs> sick uh. i sicked everywhere <laughs> you know, i was just thinking that you were one of the finest examples of true individuality that i've ever met gloria Really? That's why, you know, I obviously hung around you for this very reason. I was, it just occurred to me, what if the world were were to the rest of us as it is to you? <laughs> 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 what prompted that thought, Mia? Well, just when you said, I think we need another episode about pastry and the manifestations of pastry. <laughs> It made me think manifestations of plasma, <laughs> goo, and just like I was thinking about Ghostbusters stuff and Slimer and things. But then you said pastry, and I just thought <laughs> how very different we are. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rather tickled. Manifestations of how different we are. You made it sound like a spontaneous, organic event, like a ghost. It just sprang up in front of me. And then there was this Victoria sponge and I don't know how it got there, but I thought I'll have some. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps I meant permutations rather than manifestations. <laughs> no, but I love that. It's because it literally lives for you, doesn't it, Gloria? And Actually, that's fine. It's yeah, true. That's fine. It does. It lives. It lives. <laughs> So um, now we've completely convinced you that we really do some need some other things to uh, talk about. <laughs> Dear God, um, I think uh, we'll we'll 
we'll sign off. Yeah. We, we understand you had great expectations of us and I'm sorry if we have proved to be a cleaning product in yeah, the uh, delicatessen. Um, so, yes, if you go to www.simplysyndicated.com, click on the forums. I'm pretty sure if you click on our show page as well, there's um, you can... There's a an address to email us with. Oh, yeah. I'm saying that off the top of my head. I think you can. Um, and also, while you're there, you can check out some of the other shows which are put out by the network. Um, I've been listening to a couple of Nerd Hurdles recently, which is, oh, it's a great show. It's very funny, which is, uh, the, the, it's things that you have to do, um, kind of get over um, being oh. a nerd. And it's very funny and quite cute. Nice short little snippets as well. So I you like can just get, just get into, listen to a couple. Um, the Mighty Movies You Should See. The uh, mm. the rocking for those about to rock, which I mean, I hear recorded a lot. And um, not a massive crossover with this show, I don't think. But every so often, worth listening to for Stu Perry and his his epic tangents um yeah there's a load there's a load of other shows on there which may be of interest oh um i've also just recently taken part in for um books you should read show which um is a user generated podcast in that you can submit your own reviews of books audio reviews of books um and it's curated by um a guy called kennedy who processes the reviews and put them up and so we've just done a little book club one recently that's gone up as well a little plug for that yeah no so will he let me do mine just like five minutes kind of inarticulated howl of pain that would be amazing just the title and then commence yeah the agonized (laughs) 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 why why Such a beautiful love. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. I think what, a whole two minute podcast. Like but, a French pop song. Yeah. A bit like um, Craig Craig Bevan used to do um, movie minutes on Simply Syndicated. And uh, it would be a bit like that, except we'd be a book minute and it'd be two minutes of you <laughs> screaming. So you've got the proposal okay. right there. Yeah. Right there. Yes. Um, so it's been a delight to be we're back. We're going to go now. We are. We are. <laughs> it's we've we've very much been enjoyed being here. Yeah, actually, um, I'm being back. I hope you've enjoyed being back with us. And uh, yeah, hope to hear from you actually um, about some 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 subjects. Be very interested mm-hmm. to hear what you've got to say. Um, I've been Gloria Lind, Mia Steele. Thank you very much. Without a question mark. And uh, yeah. this has been Crimes Against Food. Take care. Ta-ra. Bye. Bye.